the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Hi, this is Dr. Trudy, the host of The Christian View. Join us today as we tackle the topic of mental health and what it means to walk in the health and wholeness of the Lord. You don't want to miss this great and challenging topic here on The Christian View. With everyone in the world with their own view, ever wonder if God has a view? And, and that's what the show's all about. What's God's view versus our view? Topics that affect our daily life. Your host, Dr. Trudy Simmons, The Christian View. Hi, welcome to The Christian View. What a great audience we have. Thank you all for being here. Um, thank you at home for watching or if you're listening by radio or podcast, this is The Christian View and we take today's hot and challenging topics and we weigh them against the Word of God because God does have a view and He has a view for you. We have a great topic today, a very hard topic I think, but a great topic and it's going to be on mental health. So don't turn the dial, get your coffee, your Bible and a piece of paper and a pen so that you can take notes and write down the scriptures that we use. Before we get into our topic, I want to introduce those sitting around the table. I have the beauty, beautiful truth. Trudy Davis, thank you for being here. Pastor Lee Adams, love having you. Candace, all the way from Nashville, thank you for being here. And Amy Sutherland, love having you. So check out their ministries. They're doing amazing things for the kingdom in addition to being a part of the Christian view. And I do want to remind y'all to check out our website. We have a new website out um, with the magazine on there, which is amazing. And then visit our YouTube channel. Lots of great things happening. Oh, yeah, we we do have T-shirts. We do have beautiful Christian view T-shirts. Um, and lots of great things coming up with the Christian view, so you don't want to miss that. Um, so let's just talk about this topic, Lee, mental health. And um, we were talking before the camera went on that it's Mental Health Month Awareness, yes. it's breast cancer, and it's domestic violence. There's so much going on. And I think the, the latter two, breast cancer and domestic violence, feeds into mental health. You know, And so I you know, think that they, they all feel, feel to go together. But it says one in five adults will experience mental illness in their lifetime. That's 59 million adults. That's not even, you know, taking into account the children that are suffering from anxiety, depression. I mean, you name it. It's just, it's like the enemy is working overdrive is what we said before the segment started. The enemy is working overtime, trying to just get our, our lives out of control. Um, but in Third John, it says this, God says, I pray that you may be in good health and that yes. you will, it will go well with you even as your soul prospers. Yes. God has a better way, Lee, doesn't he? Yes, he does. He does. Mm-hmm. So before we get into the better way, let's talk about what causes mental illness. Well, um, mental illness um, really derives from a variety of things. You know, when we first look at it, we begin to look at a person's cognitive, physical, social, behavioral functions. and. Right. 
when different things happen in our life, a lot of times stressors, um, different events, sometimes illnesses. And as we all have kind of gone through the pandemic mm, and yes. experienced yeah. that, um, anything, you know, that lasts for a while. And when a person does not have a variety of good coping skills mm. and um, cannot really bounce back and things begin to affect your daily living activities, right. um, we look at what we call social determinants of health that really determine whether or not, you know, a person, how they may fare when mm -hmm. they're faced with certain um, crisis right. in their life. And for me, um, most of you know that I actually um, run an agency yes. that deals with mental health, substance abuse, and a variety of disorders. And in it, when a person comes in and presents, we present them, they do what we call a biopsychosocial assessment. Okay. And in that, we're looking at biological factors, mm -hmm. we're looking at psychological factors, and then we're looking at just how are they living, you know, right. poverty, different things of that nature, bring about um, different functions of how a person's well-being is. And anything that begins to last in a person's life over a long period of time can eventually right. begin to funk cause them to lose the ability to function. And I know that may sound um, far, you know, stretch for some people, right. because many of us, regardless of what happened in our life, we seem to have the ability to be able to be resilient and right. bounce, bounce back. back. But there are some yeah. people who don't have that ability to be resilient and bounce back. But mental health, you know, and I always tell people, you know, when I'm talking just in general, I always tell people mental health and mental illness are not synonymous. Mental illness mm -hmm. is the result of right. poor mental health. You know, when you get a condition and you don't keep your mental health healthy, so to speak, mm -hmm. eventually it can lead to mental illness right. because I think that stigma that keeps people from seeking help a lot of times ends up causing mental illness right. because they don't want to be labeled, they don't want to be diagnosed mm -hmm. and um, those things that come in. But stress, uh, depression, right. a grief, a loss. And have you seen an increase in depression and stress and anxiety yes. over the last couple of years? We, during the pandemic, yeah. we have seen an increase in all, and with the children, anxiety. Yes. We really have seen more and more anxiety-related um, situations mm -hmm. where people are presenting and people just... Um, losing control, you right. know, whereas people used to have that ability to be able to stay within a certain parameter. Mm -hmm. And while people are really just losing control and we see it in the news, you know, we right. wonder like, wow, what would make someone just flip out like that? And, and why you know, do you think that is? Because we are seeing it more in the news. Well, I, I read on, a, I saw that on the news um, the other day, this elderly woman got beat up on a bus. Yes. And I'm like, what would cause teenagers to mm -hmm. go just beat up an elderly woman for no reason. Well, it's that, uh, that ability sometimes and not when, like you said, not be able to reason logically right. and present, you know, our mind is, our mind is a, it's really a powerful yes. instrument. And sometimes, you know, when we are, socialization really helps us to understand in relational mm -hmm. aspects of how we deal with people and when during the pandemic and we shut down a lot and we pulled away right. people lost that ability to be able to relate and now they're lost that sense of mm -hmm. reality that you know you can hurt someone and people don't realize how quickly you can lose control right. when you're not practicing it. You know, we have to practice certain behavioral right. practices on a daily and basis. And I think during that pandemic time, we got accustomed to yes. being more isolated, yeah. right? So the social skills kind of got a little lost yes. in the isolation, Most which definitely. is kind of what, you know, a, a great tool of the enemy to keep us isolated yes. and keep us in seclusion yes. so we can't function on a normal day-to-day yes. -day level. We'll be right back with more on mental illness. Don't go away.
Welcome back to The Christian View. We're talking today about mental illness. You know, and I think there's a, a, a lie, I guess I'm going to call it a lie, um, that we have to have it all together, right? right that we exactly. have to always be perfect, have it all together. We're not allowed to struggle. And I think, Trudy, it goes, it's even more so in the Christian surrounding atmosphere, whatever you want to call it, circle, the Christian circles that if you are walking with God, then you can't suffer. And, you know, there's a statistic out there that says 95% of the people sitting in our pews are wearing a mask. They're afraid to be real. They're afraid to step out and say, I'm hurting. But let's just talk about that. If you're a Christian, can you still suffer from mental illness? I mean, yes. So the way we'd had to say that question was like, can you walk with with Jesus right. and still suffer from mental illness? And so I was like, you know, I don't feel qualified to answer that question emphatically, yes or no, right. one way or the other. So I like it like this. Can a Christian who's struggling with their mental wellness mm-hmm. be healed? Right. So what we do know is that by his stripes, Amen. we are healed. That is the mm-hmm. word of God. And in Jesus's ministry, he never walked up to someone and said, that was sick and said, oh, I can't help you. That's mental illness. Right. So as a Christian, (laughs) we know we have those tools. Right. And so therefore, as Christians, we must exercise our authority, our God-given authority to Mm -hmm. have power over anything that tries to dominate us. Mm -hmm. And we also have to claim our mental wellness with affirmations that say Mm -hmm. we have the mind of Christ because that is definitely scriptural. Mm -hmm. And we declare that strongholds are broken from our life. Mm -hmm. And you know, one thing I think is so important, and I hear it, and it just hurts my heart when I hear it is don't own it. Don't say my anxiety, my depression, my eating Mm -hmm. disorder, my addiction, because then you know, that's not what God That becomes your identity, you. and your that's identity right. is in Christ, and, and those are not part of right. your identity, right? And when we identify more with what the enemy says than what God says about us, that's when we kind of give right. ourselves over to it, not to say that it's easy mm-hmm. and not to try to oversimplify mental illness, right. because it is, it is tr- a true entity all in itself. It, it is real, and it's, it, you know, it's, it's affecting so many people, Amy. It's yes. just on a day-to-day basis. Yeah, I think it's really good what you said, Trudy, because I think, you know, always we have to go back to the word and let the word work us, you know, let it have its way in us. The word says to be transformed by the renewing of our mind. Let the word wash over your mind and renew your thoughts. Because oftentimes back to what you were saying, Lee, is it happens through an abuse often. And so there's a fracture that happens in our, in our physical psyche and it will actually detach. So that part of us, we have to, it has to get healed and then we can kind of restore everything back to the way that the Lord originally intended. But the best way to do that is to go before the Lord and put that word inside of us. He even says in Romans that the mind governed by the flesh is death, but the mind governed by the spirit is life and peace. So our spirit still can cause our our mind to come into uh, that alignment you know it it takes work and it's hard work it's It's really hard work with mental you know but I do think one thing you know Candice is that we need to we need to be okay with 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 talking to someone about it because again you know we can't when something is brought into the light there is healing and there is deliverance but if if we're hiding it which again is a tool of the enemy don't tell anybody that you're struggling because they're going to judge you they're going to think this way but it's okay I mean I struggled with depression for years and you know, the Lord healed me, thankfully, of depression. And so it's, it's nothing to be ashamed no. of. But we live in a fallen, broken world. Mm-hmm. And it's easy to see if somebody's walking around with a broken arm or a broken right. leg. Absolutely. But when somebody's heart is broken mm-hmm. or they have experienced so much pain and suffering, right. 
it's not easy to just look at it. And I do think there is a lot of people suffering in the body of Christ. And like you said, we need to be honest and articulate. Right. This is what we are experiencing. Because it's also in the Bible. God, Jesus, as you said, healed many people with mental illness. Paul talked about there's the fightings within, the struggles within, the fightings right. without. Jesus was a man of compassion and yet sorrow. Mm-hmm. Jeremiah was called, you know, the mm-hmm. what the crying prophet, the weeping, the weeping prophet. prophet. Yeah. <laughs> and the Psalms are full right. of David crying out to the Lord. Mm-hmm. So it is there. But the thing is, is we do have resources, right. Right. but we can't unless we say, I'm really struggling right. here. Mm-hmm. And, and I think, too, to that point, we have to be careful who you talk to. Yes. Right? yes. You know, you, it's very mind. important. Yes. You know, Jesus had his three, yes. you know, and then he had his 12, and then he had his, what, 120. Mm-hmm. We've got to be very mindful yes, we when we are sharing, who we're sharing to, mm-hmm. you know, make sure it's the right people who have yes. the right heart, and it's a safe yes. place. And that they're going to feed into you right. words that are going to get you out of that oppression, Right. not just encourage you and tell you all of their problems as well because that's not where God is. Yes. Yeah. Speaking life into the situation. And I think about Elijah, right? right? I mean, he's, he he struggled from depression. Right. Right after his mountain. Usually comes right after a victory. (laughs) And that's so important because, you know, a lot of times I teach people as you, you know, be transparent Mm -hmm. because a lot of times people will think, okay, you don't understand, but Jesus, he was the same way. You know, he was touched with the feelings of our infirmities. And therefore, even us, as we practice in our careers, we understand. I know recently, I lost a very, very close friend of mine. And even though, you know, I was being strong and, you know, on the outside looking right. very well and holding everybody else up, it wasn't. I mean, if I had to diagnose myself, I had had a brief period of depression, right. yeah. you know, that I went through. Right. And when I really realized it, you know, thank God for the scripture, Isaiah 26 and 3, that he'll keep us in perfect, perfect peace yes, if absolutely. our minds are stayed on him. Mm-hmm. And yes. I think that's the thing that we have to yes. help people. Yes, we will briefly go through situations, mm-hmm. but their answer is get Getting back to putting our mind right. on Christ, knowing that this is his desire for us. And beloved, I would above all things right. that you prosper and be in good health. Right. Yes, we're going to have Absolutely. these things that come. I'm bad at psychoanalyzing people, you know, <laughs> a brief conversation. But I go through the Bible, right. even Christ himself, yes. you know, in the Garden of Gethsemane. Yes. Yes. I would have said he had anxiety. You know? Did, you know, he was really here. He was there, you know, really yeah. clinically depressed, you know, sweat as great mm-hmm. drops of blood. You know, it was really that whole yeah. thing. We skipped to see it, but we know we don't have to stay in that place. Absolutely, and that's the point. We don't yes. have to stay. Yep. To everything, there's a yes. season. There's hope in Christ. Our pastor always says, keep it vertical. If we can keep our eyes fixed on Him and not yes. on the situation around us, then that's where the that's where our hope's going to be. We'll be right back with a little bit more on mental illness here on The Christian View. Don't go away. Welcome back to The Christian View. We're talking today about mental illness, you know, and We've talked a little bit about, you know, everybody struggles, right? I mean, everyone is going to struggle at some point in their life with mental illness, with some tragedy in their life. Um, You know, you may not be a counselor. You may not have all the tools in your tool belt to help people who have struggled through mental illness. But let's talk about ways we can support people who do struggle because we're going to come in contact with people. Definitely. Yeah, Yeah, that's a great um, question because I feel like there's a wide variety of answers. But I think, you know, first of all, I lean towards, you know, the word like I already mentioned earlier. So I think, you know, really as a person, if you're trying to help someone is not to really speak from our own understanding because oftentimes it's 
it's a, it can be a spiritual issue. Right. So we need to pray for discernment to ask the Lord, you know, mm-hmm. is this something in the physical? Right. Is this a spiritual oppression? And then go into prayer about it. You know, secondly, I was already thinking about how you mentioned Jesus was always motivated with compassion. Yes. And so oftentimes, um, you know, I think people have a hard time coming forth with this because they do feel so judged Mm -hmm. and it feels taboo. But if we really lean into the love of the Lord, which covers a multitude of sins and wrongs, and you might not even have sin, but it's just that that shame that the enemy wants to bring over you. And I think another thing is is to to be wise of the enemy schemes because he uses the culture, the media, the things around us Mm -hmm. to really pounce on people, to oppress them in their mind and in their thoughts. You know, I'm reminded in Romans 12, 2, in the Passion Translation, it says, stop imitating the ideals and the opinions of the culture around Mm -hmm. you, but be inwardly transformed by the Holy Spirit through a total reformation of how you think. This will empower you to discern God's will as you live a beautiful life, satisfying in his perfect eyes. You know, and I think that's just something we all have to put before us because we can easily, it's just a thought. You know, Dr. Carolyn Leaf, she's a Christian neuroscientist, Mm -hmm. and she says that our thoughts, once you have that negative thought, it actually will grow like a tree, like a branch. Mm -hmm. You know, and there's so many parallels even in the Bible of, you know, our minds and trees. And when, when we see that, we want to be deeply rooted in the word yes. so that we have deep roots in the word that can break those bad branches, right. prune the thoughts and, and get it off, you know, at the beginning so it doesn't grow. It's so yeah. good. But I, another good point, I think, Lee, is um, we can't discount the way they feel. That's right. Right. Yes. You know, we can't say, well, you shouldn't feel that yes. way. Or, Absolutely. You know, we've got to, yeah. you know, acknowledge how they feel, yes. you know, give them the word, but acknowledge right. how they I feel. Think, yeah. And that's part of like in-person centered organizational practices. Um, that's one of the things we do. We begin by looking at trying to get an understanding and the ultimate goal is you know I teach teachers of course and to a lot of the clinicians that are coming on board to work and you know other agencies but the biggest thing I always remind people is the goal is to support and not right. to fix right. and yes. in that That's supporting you yeah. really want to help like Trudy said get to understanding what they feel and in that there's a practice you can do is like asking them what's important to them Mm -hmm. and once they tell you all what's important to them and why you hear why it's important to them then begin to outline what's important for them right and you help them sometime to see the the blend between what's important to and what's important for and then sometimes helping them to say okay well if this is important to you but this is really important for you how do you take those things out But it doesn't diminish how they feel. Exactly. And you allow them to express themselves. Well, why do you really want to do that? You know, but then say, okay, well, if you do that, then does it meet this need or what's important for you? And you have to, the greatest challenge I've had, even all these years later, is being able to step back and allowing them to function and make that decision right. for themselves. Exactly. I don't think we shouldn't be making the decisions no, for no. them. We can yes. offer them prayer. Yeah. We yes. can offer them support. But we can't. We can't, can't do it. What is it they say? You can lead the horse to the water, but you can't, you can't make, make them exactly. right. But that was one of the things work. that everyone has said. We need to listen and allow them to yes. share as right. much as they want to. And I thought another thing is encouraging them towards getting self-care, yes. whether it's their eating, whether it's exercising mm-hmm. or uh, getting good rest. And sometimes it's encouraging them to get a full physical. A friend of mine suffered with depression for years. Mm. So she went in for her physical 
and her thyroid was right. so messed yeah. up. When they took mm-hmm. care of her thyroid, her depression right. went away. Now, I'm not saying mm-hmm. everyone's is that right. case, right. but I'm saying just how, sometimes it's saying, how can we support you to get the help you need? Right. And, and, and even say, I will take you. Right. Yes. And maybe even starting with mm-hmm. your pastor at your church, praying yeah, that your church place. is a place mm-hmm. of refuge. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. But going there and then saying, do we know of a solid biblical counselor, right. you know, who can speak into this person's right. life. I think that's true because it could be spiritual. It could be a chemical imbalance. It could be trauma from your past, yes. Yes. right? And I think you go back to your point, but we can't own it. Whether it's mm-hmm. spiritual, whether it's trauma, whether it's a physical imbalance, trauma, we can't own it, right? right? right. Because as Christians, we do bear the responsibility to take our thoughts into right. captivity, so good. to apply mm-hmm. God's yes. word. And so, yes, we all suffer from time to time, but it's like, do you make it a stepping stone to right. take you to the next right. level? Because, and the verse I just love about this whole topic is that God is near to the broken Absolutely. heart. Absolutely. He will yeah. never mm-hmm. forsake us and he'll never leave us. So sometimes yes. we feel very alone right. when we feel depressed, mm-hmm. but just knowing that, that mm-hmm. God loves us and he will never leave us. Yeah, I, so I this had, morning I sorry this morning I was uh, I woke up and I was just feeling overwhelmed. It's been a, it's been a crazy week. I was feeling overwhelmed and I just and I put this a, a little thing on social media. I was like the Lord said, "Okay, get up." No matter how you're feeling, because our feelings are going to lie to us, get up, get dressed, show up, and let the Lord do the rest. Yes. Yes. Right? It's putting that, it's stepping out yes. in faith. Even if we're not feeling like it, we're going to move forward because we know that God is for us. And if God is for us, who can stand against us? Yes. And we can fight the enemy yes. you know, through and, the power of yes. his word. And movement, just right. movement alone does take you to the next level. And before yes. you know it, one step after another step, I always right. say, the yeah. victorious life is lived one day at a time, Absolutely. and it takes that decision yes. of just mm-hmm. getting up and doing it, right. whether you feel like it or not. And in our society, we do care so much what our feelings are, right. and you know we don't see that they, as a biblical yeah, role model. No. They, I don't think Jesus felt like going to the cross. Member, I think some things we can do is just say, "Can I pray for oh, you? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Can I just yes. pray with you? Yes. Right. Mm-hmm. And and I'm here. I'm present. And mm-hmm. sometimes mm-hmm. that yes. helps. And then do these things." Yes. Because... Oh, I was just going to say, I had a dream recently, and it, and it actually ties in perfectly. It was one of the things I was going to mention, was um, this person needed uh, prayer, and they were like a missionary. And it was the Lord was watching me to see what I was going to do in the dream. And um, so I went to pray for him, and I had to separate his problem from him himself. And as I prayed, literally, it was almost like a piece of his skin detached from the person, wow. and it was literally separate. And the Lord was showing me, you have to separate, you, do. you know, whatever the right. issue is and it might not even be sin but here this man he needed healing right and yes. it goes back to not owning it, it yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 i remember talking to a client who was going through the divorce i said thank goodness you're not your divorce mm-hmm. yes. thank goodness we have to claim who we are in christ not what's going on around us and then we become victorious we'll be right back with more here on the christian view don't go away We've had a great discussion today on mental illness. And remember, it is okay to not feel good all the time. It's okay to have bad days. But if you are struggling, I encourage you to reach out for help. Call 988. That's a hotline you can call if you're struggling with any type of suicidal thoughts. Know God loves you. We'll see you next time. 
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.